Welcome to the Highlight Zone Podcast. I'm Reese Van Haften. Girls basketball in the Great Northern Conference is quite a tight race. Mosini is on top. They're undefeated in conference play. Right behind them, Medford and Lakeland. Today we talk to the Medford Raiders girls basketball team about how tough the conference is. Medford head coach Greg Klapatuskis and his star point guard, Marissa Frank both explain how tough of a team Mosini is to play. Not to mention that they face a Lakeland team with a D1 recruit and Juliana we met. But the storyline isn't all about the competition they're playing. You'll get to hear about Greg Klapatuskis' transition into being the new head coach this season, plus how Marissa Frank has taken over the leadership role on this team. With that being said, let's get right to it. Here is Greg Klapatuskis, a name I will never get right, and Marissa Frank. How do you say your last name? <laughs> Klapatuskis. Okay, Klapatuskis. I got it. I got it, Greg. What is, as a new coach, what is your goal for this team? Um, well, yeah, obviously our success last year. Um, we had high expectations as a, as a team, and, and I had them for the team, you know, myself. It's COVID hit us kind of hard to begin with. I was out. I tested positive and was out for 10 days, and then one of the team, one of the girls on the team tested positive, so the whole team was quarantined for a little while. So we kind of started to get rolling, and then we were shut down for a little while, and now that we're back, we're kind of rolling again. And, and it's, I know the girls fairly well. Um, I have a daughter on the team, um, and um, so they've, I've, I've, I'm fairly familiar with them. Um, also just watching them over the years and, and things like that is, is definitely helped to begin with. Um, I've changed a few things, but tried to keep things fairly consistent from what's been done in the past so that it hasn't been too much of a transition, but it's kind of still, anytime you have a new coach and it's them getting used to me, me getting used to them. Have you been involved in the program before this year? I was, I was not on the girls staff and previously I was on the boys staff. Um, I'm also one of the varsity football coaches. Um, so I've got a little bit of, of coaching experience that way. Um, and I've, basketball has kind of always been my love. People here think of me more as a football coach because that's the program I've been involved with. But um, coming to Medford, I coached in Manitowoc for three years as a freshman and um, coached a little bit while I was in college. So um, that's kind of my basketball experience. Now, you talked about your uh, daughter being on the team. What's that uh, relationship like between coach and father and daughter and player? Well, I asked her before I applied for the job. I did talk to her and, and my wife about, okay, is this what's best for us? And she gave me the okay to, to go ahead and apply. So I had her blessing, I guess, so to speak, before we even started. I've coached her in other things before, so she's kind of used to that. Um, I've also tried to, what happens on the court, you know, after a game doesn't go home. So I've tried to separate that as much as possible. And, and when we get home, it's, it's done. We don't talk about it anymore. So, yeah, it, it is interesting. So far, it's been okay. So you guys literally don't talk about it at home at all? Or is, that, is it brought up here and there? Or what's it like at home? Then? Mom brings it up. Uh, my wife, <laughs> she wants to talk about the game. So when, when we get home, she wants to talk about it for a little while. But... Um, I took some advice from a couple uh, football coaches that, that I know that had sons playing and, and th their advice was leave it at home. Um, you know, just be a dad. You, you need to be able to shut it off. You know, you're no longer the coach, you're the dad now and, 
you know, love them up and, you know, tell them, tell them good job like you would if you were a normal parent. So that's, that's what I'm trying to follow. I'm sure she'll probably disagree with me a little bit, but. I, I was going to ask you, what is her response to, to you being the coach? And I guess what, what was her initial reaction when you told her I'm a candidate for this Medford head coaching job? She was fairly positive. Um, she knew that there, she, how do I say it? Um, she was excited that she knows that I understand the game and um, there could have been worse candidates, I guess, you know, she's like, well, better you than, you know, maybe somebody else. And at least, you know, she knew what she was getting with me. So she was okay with it. And like I said, I've coached her in a bunch of stuff all along. So she knew she was okay. She really was okay with it. She, and, and it's been fine so far. She's a pretty quiet kid. She also ended up, she played varsity all last year and, and was a starter at the end of the year after a couple of injuries. So she's already proven what she can do. Um, so I didn't have to worry about that. She, she earned her right last year on her own without me. So. For sure. Now let's pivot away from uh, family and, and talk about on the court. Cause that's really what you're here for. Uh, you guys are, are doing pretty decently this season. Uh, your lone conference loss came to Mozanie, who seems to be the top team to beat in the GNC right now. That's not to say you guys can't get there, but what 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 makes them so challenging? I guess they're a very physical team. Um, we played good for in stretches, and we allowed their physicality to kind of get to us for a little while, and, and they can score in bunches. They're they're in your face. They're, they're a very physical team. That's, that's what they live on. And I would like us to get there. Um, I think we handled it for a while and then kind of had a little up and down stretches. Um, uh, we made a run, they made a run, their runs were bigger than ours. And that was the difference in the game. Um, they had like a 17 point lead at half. And then I think at one point in time, we cut it to eight or nine in the second half and then they made another run again and ended up winning by 12, 14, whatever, you know, so their runs just were bigger than ours. So if we can make our runs a little bit bigger and their runs a little bit smaller, um, you know, it's, it's a much different game than it was the first time around. Obviously that's, that's the basic thing of basketball is limiting their runs, making your runs larger, but in the smaller picture, once you go more in depth as somebody who watches a lot of basketball, what, do you have to do in order to limit their runs and to make your runs bigger? The big thing this year is turnovers for us. Um, we've had a couple of games where we've had just a ton of turnovers. Um, last night we beat Chippewa. I think we had four in the first half, which is way better. I think we had like 15 or 16 against Mosini in just the first half. So just taking care of the ball, making good ball choices, finishing when we get to the rim. Um, I'm trying to get our team to attack the rim. Um, we're good dribble penetrators. We're good attackers. We, we, but when we get there, we just need to finish those shots. So, so that's what we've been working on there. Again, it's the girls getting used to a little bit different style like that and getting used to me, me getting used to them knowing that, you know, we kind of tweak the offense a little bit, finding our strengths and weaknesses with that. Um, we kind of found out we're more of a zone team. I came in thinking we were going to play a lot of man. We ended up going zone against Mozanie for the second half and part of the first half and seemed to do better with that. So it's kind of us finding maybe that's our niche is we're more of a zone team than a man team. And so um, 
and I'm sure this isn't going to surprise them. They saw that too on film. They know that's what we're going to come out in. So, um, so that was a little tweak. Just there again, me learning them. You know, figuring out what our our strengths are that way. So, for sure. And it's not easy for you coming in during this time. This team still has to learn you. You're only a few games in. What is it? Six? I think you're only yeah. six games in. Six games in. You probably didn't practice a ton with COVID. And like you said, you had some COVID issues. So how, how do you speed up that process so that your team understands what your style is? And as you as a coach to adjust to what your team be- does best, like that 2-3 zone? I've actually kind of not tried to speed it up. I've tried to just take baby steps. It's not, it's not important where we're at now. It's where we're at at the end of the season that's important. And so um, I intentionally introduced something, and then, like, today at practice, it was just tweaking. Okay, let's tweak this here. Let's tweak that there. Um, I, I didn't want to overload them. It's not what I know. It's what the girls know. And so um, just trying to, to tweak the offense, of, you know, offense, defense. Okay, here's what I'm seeing. Here's what we need to do. We're doing this. We just need to do these little things a little bit better to, to be more effective. So instead of trying to speed it up, I'm actually trying to just slow it down. Um, and so far, it's set, we've had some success with it, so hopefully we can keep getting better at it. That makes complete sense. Now, you spoke about turnovers earlier. You have a senior leader guard in Marissa Franck, who's one of the best in the state. She was a News Channel 7 All-Star last year. How does it help to have a girl like her on your team? Oh, she's been awesome. Um, She's actually too unselfish. I've had to tell her, you need to, you're a senior now, you need to take more shots. Um, and be, mostly because she's effective doing it. You, you, you need to be more unselfish. There are times where you can take the ball out of the basket because you can beat most girls off the dribble. So you need to start doing that. Because she's also a good distributor. When she gets her girl beat, if the defense collapses on her, she does a great job seeing the floor and being able to get others the ball so we can finish so um yeah she's been she's been awesome it's also kind of been frustrating with her for her um you know it's her we had the conversation where you know this is her senior year she's supposed to be coming in having everything down and she's had to learn my system too so it's 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 been we've we've had a few conversations where you know trying to get her um not necessarily on board, but to feel comfortable to be that leader to, um, you know, be able to adopt my system, you know, the changes that I've made and, and feel comfortable with them so that she can be the player that, that, that she is. So. Um, for sure. For sure. And a player like her, how important is it to have her buy in right away? Because she's the one that's probably all the other girls are looking up to that. You got JV all looking up to her. You got, the C team all looking up to her. You have all the other girls on the team when she's the leading scorer. They see her name called on the TV the most. How important is it to have her buy-in first? Oh, definitely important. Um, it also helped getting back to family a little bit. Her dad's my assistant coach. So <laughs> – That makes sense. That makes complete so, sense. So the buy-in – yeah, getting her to buy into the system. Him and I had a long conversation – um, you know, before the season started about what we wanted to do. And um, so him and I have been on the same page. He was on staff last year. And so, um, so I wanted to keep that consistency. The girls knew him as well. Um, actually, both my assistants were on staff last year. So, um, 
so just having them, you know, kept the consistency that way, but then him and I are on the same page. So that that's helped with her, her buying a little bit too. So you got to make sure your daughter trusts you too. Cause uh, if she's the first one to go, they're all going to go with, right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's great. Uh, I guess, what are your expectations? Uh, six games in, we talked about it a little bit, but what are your expectations for yourself as you move forward game to game? You said add a little bit here and there. What does that mean? It's getting the girls comfortable with our offense. Like we, we're running what they more of a five out motion type offense. Um, and they run that really fast. The, the things we have set are a little more, they're still slow with them because they're thinking. And I want them to get to where we just can move without thinking. And so it's just being able to play the game faster that I'm trying to, where I'm trying to get them to. Um, uh, and just adding a little bit, um, yeah, I kept keep re- repeating myself as far as <laughs> no, you're good little things, but um, yeah, just kind of gradually adding to it so we can play fast, um, so they don't have to think about it. So that, that those are kind of the tweaks I'm making, um, little things like with our zone and with our press, um, just more positioning. Okay, we were here, we need to be here if we were in this spot watching film, things like that. So those are kind of the tweak, not system-wide things, just um, I'm big on teaching our coaching the little things. So it, it's when I talk tweaking and changing, it's more, okay, these are the little things we need to do to get us better. All right, I'm looking at your schedule now, Greg. You got Pines the next couple of games. Uh, yep. not, there's no buy games in high school basketball. So I won't, I, I won't speak for you. But those should be wins if you guys play your best games. But then you can't yep. look ahead to a January 8th matchup, which you guys are probably looking ahead to a little bit, let's be honest, to Mozanie. What, what do you want to see from your team once that uh, January 8th matchup comes up against Mozanie? I just want us to keep getting better right now. Um, we're only, like you said, six games in. We've got a few more games to keep tweaking things. I, I'd love to – I can't wait to play them again. That, that for, like I said, that first time around, um, you know, we're still getting used to each other. Hopefully by that point we have a little more um, familiarity with each other. And, um, yeah, it, it should be exciting. So you asked about my expectations for the rest of the year. Uh, I don't – we should win every game. You know, I mean, that, that's always your expectation as a coach. Um, but not only winning, winning isn't as important as just us playing better and, and keep getting better with all the little things. So, um, so yeah, oh yeah, we're definitely, that, that game is there. But yeah, that take, we got to take your pot tomorrow night and, and then we got them back to back, which just with rescheduling and, and stuff like that, end up playing them back to back. But um, yeah, I'd be lying if, if we didn't have that, that game. Just even looking at it after we played them the first time, it's like, yep, we want to get them again because we can play a better game than we did the first time. So, um, and I was just going to ask you, are there any rabbits coming out of your hats, any tricks in the bag that, uh, that you can't share, but they should be on full watch for you pulling something on them. Um, you're not going to share either way, right? <laughs> he shakes I just, his... want to, I just want us to play well. For um, sure. For do sure. the little things, box out, rebound, um, you know, get after loose balls, be able to handle their physicality better. Um, and yeah, just play, play more our game, our style, instead of playing what they want us to play. So. 
and I'm, I'm continuing to look at your schedule. You guys have already beat a tough Lakeland team. They were initially my pick to win the GNC because of who they have at point guard. We all know her, uh, Juliana, we met. Uh, but what did you guys do the first time to hold her back and that team back so well? And how are you going to match up with them again on the 15th of January? Well, we actually um, – she rolled her ankle – the day in practice before she played us. So she only played for about the first five minutes. Um, so that, that definitely made a difference in the game. You know, she's a great player. So, you know, not going to take anything against her, but we also, that was, we're, well, we were coming off of two days. We only had only practice two days coming off of quarantine. And so, um, you know, we were a little rusty. We are kind of finding our, our niche and our groove. And so, you know, we play her again, and, um, you know, we've handled some teams that have pressed. They, they like to press. They like to, you know, get up and down the court. She likes to dribble, penetrate. And, and so I think, um, you know, if, if we could play our game, we out-rebounded them. I think it was like 40 to 20 or something. That was really the difference in the game. Yeah, I don't know if those numbers I, – I don't remember the exact numbers, but we out-rebounded them by a lot. So um, that was the difference in the game. So if we can do that again um, – you know, we'll be okay facing them and, and facing their pressure that Lakeland's known for full court press, you know, in your face. So there again, going back to Marissa, she was able to, um, to break it on her own a lot of times. So, and I know obviously having, we met there would have, would have made a difference for them because she's a great player, but at the same time, Marissa's a pretty good player too. So um, I, I kind of like our matchup one-on-one with that. So. Two of the best in the state right there. That, that's an exciting matchup. Uh, but I guess from your perspective, how, how do you feel you've been doing so far? Nobody asks the coach that. They all care about the players. So this is a podcast where we just like to open up and, and see how people are doing and how they're feeling. How do you feel about this so far? Um, coaches get too much blame for a win and too much credit for a loss you know the 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 typical standby um I'm learning also um Chad and you know my assistant coach and I have been talking we're learning right along with the girls and so it's figuring out you know what makes a a good coach figures out how to motivate each player individually and so you know finding that out um even though I know you know I have a good relationship with a lot of the girls they know me being in a a head basketball coaching role is different and so um just being able to um figure out what makes each girl tick and it's still I'm still learning and and if you as soon as you quit learning then then you might as well quit but um so I'd say that's how it's going I'm in about the same boat as the girls are as far as like figuring it out and you know we're, we're we're getting there um, and I guess, are you from Medford originally? I'm originally from Thorpe. Oh, okay. That's not too far away. Yeah. Yep. So, so your, did your daughter stay, or is she from Medford? Did she grow up in Medford or did you take her along with you or what was that process like? Oh, well, I, so I graduated from Thorpe High School okay. and I've been teaching in Medford for 20 years now. So I came to Medford, um, Started coaching – actually, I coached some basketball early and then uh, moved up to the – I coached football and basketball in one year. And then we started having kids, and that was that was way too much. But um, – and then – so then I just went to varsity football and, and been doing that for the last 15 years. And then um, this opportunity came up. I still coach football this fall, so there was actually like a week 
overlap of where I went to football practice and then I went to basketball practice and, you know, made that work somehow. But, um, yeah, so that's – so, no, the rest, all my kids are in the Medford schools. That is, makes a lot of sense. I was like, uh, I don't – I'm not quite connecting the dots here. Now I get it. But uh, you had quite a bit of success this year already, a pretty good record, four and two, and then you won the GNC in football. And yeah. I guess you're just living large right now. Uh, you know, with COVID, <laughs> it's just trying to – just trying to – every game is – the more games we play, the better, you know, it's, it's about the kids being able to get the games in. And if you would, like we said at the beginning of the football season, you know, let, let's just hope we play. And so even right now, after being quarantined too, it's like, let's just, let's just keep playing and whatever happens happens. And all right, I'll hand you over to Marissa. Oh, that's the other, my daughter is Larissa. And this is Marissa. And we and sister is Bryn. And we have a Rin on the team too. So we have a Rin <laughs> and a Rin and a Larissa and a Marissa. So yeah, that gets confusing. Yes, sometimes. I believe that. <laughs> All right. Thank you, Greg. All right. Perfect. So the first question I'm going to ask is how many times have you been called Larissa while this year on this year alone? Oh, well, we have, we both have the same nickname, which is Riss. So oh everybody is just saying Riss on the court and I'm looking at like, who's <laughs> and like, it's not to me. And then, not very much Larissa, but everybody calls Riss, and then we're all turning heads. Like, who? Which one? So, as the season's gone along, have you figured out a new way to call each other, new nicknames, or anything? Not for me and Larissa, oh, but goodness. Bryn and Rin. We made a nickname up for my sister. We call her John. It's just a name that's stuck. <laughs> so, my little sister called John all the time, so that way we can distinguish between Rin and Bryn. Okay, so not 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 that your your sister, but uh, what does she think of being called a dude's name? <laughs> yeah, she laughs. She loves it. It's just it's just a joke we all kind of have, and it makes it makes light of the you know game and stuff. It makes us all laugh for sure. All right, Marissa, let's let's move to the court because that's really why we're here. What makes you so successful on the court? I think it's just since I've like grown up since middle school playing basketball and the the love for the sport that I developed, I guess, you know, I just started really wanting to get better and working hard at it on my off time and like shooting like late after practices and stuff. It's just constantly working to make myself better. Definitely improved my. When did you start playing ball? Uh, I started sixth grade booster basketball. So So you started late. Yeah, I did start late. I started like a year after I think you could. So what clicked so quickly then? I don't know. At first, I was terrible. I remember I was like, I am never going to shoot with my left hand. There's no way I'm making that basketball in there. But I just kind of caught up after a while. My dad actually was coaching Booster back then too. So I was growing up with him, and he always helped me. And then it just kind of started falling in place. Now, what makes you love it so much? I know that's kind of a broad question, but that's obviously why you're still sticking with it. You started in sixth grade. Now you're in 12th. Uh, What makes you love it so much? I think just the team overall in general. And I'm a competitive person, so wanting that to win all the time definitely makes me, like, (laughs) work at it too. But just, yeah, that is kind of a broad question, but it's just fun for me to play the sport. And then you talk about your competitive spirit. Uh, you got Moe's and E hanging around there. They beat you earlier this year. You got another matchup coming up here shortly. What is your mindset heading into that game, knowing 
I'm a competitive person. If I lose this game, I'm not going to be a happy camper. I'm thinking I have to play the best that I possibly can. I want to make my shots. I want to not turn over as much. It's just all that's going through my head. But I, I can't think about it too much because then it's just going to make me think really hard and then I'm going to mess up. But I just got to go play the game, which is what I try to think about every time. Coach told us about uh, the turnover issues with your team. Uh, how much for you guys as a player – is that related to going through a new system or how much is that is just mental mistakes right now? I think it's a little bit of both. Lots of it is just, we're going so fast. We're running like the court and then all of a sudden it gets thrown out of bounds. That's, that's a lot of them. And then sometimes maybe we think we're open and we throw it, it gets stolen. And it's a little bit of both. I think. What type of gameplay do you guys like to have? Do you like to slow it down or do you like to play up tempo? we like to run through the offense. We want to, keep it like all composed, you know, slow and make sure that we get the open passes and the easy passes so that we were not making mistakes. But when we can have a quick tempo, we want to push the ball as much as we can. So that way we can go make an easy layup too. Now for you as a player, last year you were a news channel seven all-star. Then all of a sudden you go through a coaching change. How much of a challenge is that for you and how quickly have things gone with Greg? It, it was hard. For me, being the senior, I think he said a little bit, like, me being the only upper, like, senior, I want to be the one that knows everything. I want to be the one that's able to, like, help the other players and say, hey, this is where you go. You should do this next time. But now I have to learn it, too. So I'm sitting there, like, I don't really know either. Like, I can't really be that person that they can go to to ask for help and stuff. And so that's – it was hard for me to get that, but then – then again, learning with like my whole team helped me become a better like team player. You know what I mean? So like I can talk to them more and help them out. And like, I feel like if I had more girls in my grade that were like, know everything, I feel like it'd be more clicky, not in a bad way, but I wouldn't be as open to the underclassmen like I am now. So you're the only senior on the team? Yes. Oh my goodness. That's, that's a lot in itself coming into this year to begin with, I guess being the leader, how much pressure does that put on your shoulders? Not a ton, actually. I feel like it'd be more, but like having my sister on the team, you know, it's just a little, little less. And I know all the juniors and underclassmen too. So it's, it's not terrible because I can learn with them and they, they don't expect a whole ton from me. So I can just kind of be there with them. I guess from an athlete's perspective, how much pressure does COVID add or how much does it take away? Because it's just like, Hey, we're just taking each game. Like we don't have another one because we might not. Yeah. I, I think we're lucky because there are a lot of like places out there that aren't playing even like they got a ton of games that are taken away from them. And it's, it's hard because you don't know if we're going to get quarantined again or something like that. But uh, we just, play every game like it's the last one I guess <laughs> for sure for sure and I guess I'm gonna go I'm gonna go to back to your schedule I have it pulled up here I'm I'm the game I'm most excited for as a media member is that January 15th game I know Mosinee's good but when you get a guard on guard matchup with Lakeland Union and Medford between Marissa Frank and Juliana we met I know uh, your coach told me a little bit about the first matchup where she was hurt I guess, what is the excitement for you going into that game knowing, hey, this is my chance to prove I'm the best guard in this state because she's up there. Yeah, she is. It's, it's really exciting. It just makes me really want to go play. Like when I'm doing warm-ups, I'm like, all right, 
this is the game that I have to go try my best. And I'm, it's just like, you see her and it's just, all right, I can do this. I'm usually put on to guard her obviously. And I just have to focus a lot because she will drive. That's she's like a good driver. So I have to be able to quick on my feet, but defense is something that I'm pretty good at. It's a strong suit of mine. So it's, it's just a fun, exciting game. It always keeps me on my feet. So for you being the person that guards her, what's the mission in that game? Is it you're looking at your points and you're calculating, I got to keep up with her in points or is it my job is to strictly shut her down? I'll get whatever I get on the offensive side, but if I can hold her to this amount, I won't, I did my part. Which, which one is it for you? It's, I, I don't even really pay attention to how many points I score in the game. I usually just try to make sure that I'm shutting her down more so. Like, if I, if I don't score a lot and I can get a ton of assists for the team to score, that's perfectly fine. But I just want to be able to shut her down because she's their lead scorer, and I want to – that'll help keep their points down, you know what I mean? What are your goals for this season? I know I'm going back to another broad question, but is it record? Is it personal goals? Uh, what is it, What are the culmination of all the goals you have this season? I don't have any too specific. I probably should, but <laughs> right now, since it's my last year, I'm just trying to enjoy it because I, I don't have that many games left for basketball in high school, and I don't – when it's that last game, I, it's going to be – I'm just trying to have as much fun as I possibly can and enjoy the last memories that I'm going to be making as a high school basketball player. Okay, and what would your team say – about you what, what do you think your teammates say about you I, I know I know you don't exactly know everything that's going on behind your back but I, I would hope that they say good things so what do you think your teammates say about you it's your sister or not yeah it's true I do I do my sister does talk to me a little bit and she's just like we we look up to you like they all they're they're counting on me because they they trust me with the basketball and that's a huge responsibility for me because they, if, if they're nervous or something and they get it to me, they're like, okay, let's start over. And then I try to calm them down too. I'm just like, all right, let's get this offense started. And then we go from there. And like, I think they, they want, they see me as like that person that's just going to keep everybody calm and like compose and stuff. Now let's shift back to Greg. Uh, Coach Gray, I don't know what you call him. I, I still can't get his last name right. But Coach Gray, <laughs> Coach uh, Coach K, um, what is he like as a coach from a player's perspective? I have to say you good things. To to <laughs> I know. I was about to say we need to watch him leave so he can get the real answers. But no, for real. No, I. It's it's like I said. It's a lot different because I am working with all of the new stuff that he's throwing at us too. So it's a lot to be working with his the way of like playing and stuff but I think that I I love how he like wants us to always like work and go drive all right you guys just work on it and he's he's come and talked to me and he's like you need to shoot more like I don't want you being like like selfish but you know what I mean like mm -hmm. I want you to score but I don't want you to be like over the top For sure. as in throwing up bad shots for you as a player, though, that's that's hard when you're you when you've been playing one way your entire life, uh, and then someone tells you, "Hey, your percentage is too good because you're not taking enough shots." What is, what is how do you shift your mindset when it's like that? I'm still working on it. I I haven't really a lot yet because I'm that's that's a lot of change. I need to shoot more, and it's. 
I just have to, it's a hard question. <laughs> Not think about it much and go take the good shots that I know I can. What, what do you prefer, swishing a three or getting an easy acrobatic layup or whatever it is? Uh, acrobatic layup or a three, I guess. You can't make me pick between those two. <laughs> <laughs> you can't both pick? Amazing. I can't pick. Those are both amazing. What about when slamming you... it down? Oh, I wish. <laughs> <laughs> what's the mindset for you in these games, game to game? What's the mindset for you? What, what is your pregame ritual? How do you get yourself into the right state of mind? Um, well, when we're warming up, I try to go 100% during warm-ups because if I'm just kind of slacking, throwing up the layups, that's what I'm going to do in the game. So I need to get my body ready and start working hard and going fast, like game speed, because that's what you want to play is game speed. And I try to like say, hey guys, let's go, let's go. Let's start running faster. Let's start making these layups. Let's do this. And I'm just kind of thinking, all right, it's... You can't be thinking about a whole lot of other stuff because you need to be focused on basketball. How much has Greg relied on you being the senior leader? A lot. It's new for everybody, so he needs to see me doing the stuff that he says in order for everybody else to as well, you know, because if I'm sitting there like, oh, this, this isn't going to work, this, I don't like this, then everybody else is going to be like, yeah, maybe this isn't going to work, and then they're going to think it's bad, like a bad thing that he put in, but he knows what he's doing. He's the coach. So I think that it's a, it was good. All right. I don't really have much else, so I'm going to say, Marissa, you're a champ for doing this. You're a great interview. But uh, the last question I always ask is, is there anything else you guys would like to add, touch on about this season or just life in general that I didn't ask about? Greg or you, Marissa? I don't have much else. Nothing really. else? Go, go Raiders? Go Raiders. <laughs> go Raiders. <laughs> Obviously, Greg has his hands full with all those names he had to learn. I'm glad I'm not the only one who messes them up from time to time. We're not done this week, though, guys. Noah Manerfeld talks to Newman head coach Corey Marquardt. He's the new head coach there. He graduated from Drake University. Don't tell Noah, but that's why he likes him so much. He's turned that program at Newman around. It should be a good one. Make sure to tune in tomorrow. Also, make sure to smash that subscribe button and listen in every week on the Highlight Zone podcast. Now, if you have any ideas, please send us an email at sports at wsaw.com. <laughs>